What's happening, everybody, and welcome to episode 82 of the Good Kraken Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Arnell Pearson, alongside the five-star man with the 10-finger plan, and he's still kind of sick, Devin Stanford. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm feeling a bit better, but... Uh, I can tell. I yeah. can tell. Yeah. 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 I, I have my voice back for the most part. I still feel like nasal pressure, you know, because let's be real out there, guys. COVID's a real thing. It's spreading faster than it ever has before. Mm, mm, that's facts. And that's facts. it's gotten to the point where we live in a major city. And a lot of times you can't even get a at-home test anywhere. They're sold out everywhere. Yeah. And most appointments that you schedule will take. Most places will only be available five to ten days out from the day that you're trying to even schedule the appointment. Dog. <laughs> That's what I've been running into this whole time for a week and a half now. Yikes. It's it's dude. It's <laughs> the fucking state Yikes. of the United States right now. Um, <laughs> is just is just absurd, man. This this yeah. pandemic's got everybody fucked up at the moment. Just got an email earlier on before we went live uh, that my kid's school might potentially go back to uh, school from home. Um, and I guess they have to take Thursday and Friday off to discuss it with their staff. And I'm yeah. like, you guys can't just make the fucking and decision. Can you just like make I, the I fucking just, decision? <laughs> like, and, and like, I'm not trying to make this like super political right now or anything like that. But it's ridiculous. It, it's it's <laughs> it's ridiculous to me that COVID is worse than it's ever been. Right, even with people being vaccinated. And there is no like government support this time around. Dude, it's just interesting it's just... enough with like a change of administration that you think would everything would have gotten better. Right. <clears throat> in in this scenario. But we the whole U.S. for the for the grander part, like of service industry and everything was shut down for almost six months yep. because of covid. Yep. With little support this time, we have no support and no shutdowns or anything going on. And I know probably about three dozen people who have COVID right now, dude. Like, yeah, oh, dude, it's everywhere. It's oh my fucking, god, it's all over the fucking place. Dude. It's it's literally like I have, like it was not even this bad when the pandemic first started, mm -mm. my guy. Like this is absurd. It's insane. DJ in the chats is the the state's in channels. The first two weeks of my classes moved to online. It, and it says take my prime for my sick booster red body <laughs> dj we love DJ, you i love dude. you we thanks for hanging you. out earlier we also way. have the crimson chin himself garrick b eaton how you doing baby what's up y'all i'm fucking i'm, I'm yeah. tired I'm yeah i know we're, we're yeah. big sleepies here we're trying to hit we're trying to hit the gas for all y'all at home dude, uh we're just I, all gas I no brakes no <laughs> yeah man we we all we all woke up hitting the brakes just pounding the shit out of those brakes this morning man we 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 before we we went live you we were talking about how like all of us are like on this weird fucky sleep schedule right now like i'm i'm now unemployed so i'm not working 
Devin hasn't been working because he potentially has had COVID. Garrick's sleep schedule's been fucked for months now because he works this weird <laughs> schedule. So he's as tired all the fucking time. Like it's a, it's a good crack. It's a fucking mess, y'all. And the world is a fucking mess too. You know what I mean? And we're just we're just a big part of that that good old COVID ocean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, it breaks my Fuck. heart, man. It breaks my goddamn heart, dude. God, guys, I miss you though. I I feel yeah. I feel like. <clears throat> I feel like we don't do this as often as I would like to do this with you guys. Mm. Obviously, we we want to one day, but I wish I I just like sometimes over the weekend, I'd be sitting here and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, I kind of wish I could just be just like, like uh. banging news with the bros. You know what I'm saying? You like, know, like, you know <laughs> if you ever want to, Ernell, you can always reach out to me if you want to do a random weekend uh, gameplay, you know, I'm always open for that. I know. And, and, I I know you are. I know you are. But, you know, like we we we've, we've talked we've talked about this. You know what I mean? It's like, like it's it's what the people want. You know what I mean? It's what the people. I'm want. sure. I'm sure the people like. Yeah. Look. Look. DJ wants more Bang Bros. Bang with the Bros. <laughs> See, he said it. He wants more Bang Bros. <laughs> he does want more Bang Bros. He does. He do, He definitely wants more Bang Bros. And you guys at home <laughs> probably also want some Bang Bros. Because tonight we're talking Netflix embarrassing themselves. How not to play Pokemon games. The video game goat and much, much more because this is the good Kraken podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. If you're riding this wave, you can head on over to patreon.com slash show where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Let's go, baby. But if you've been through pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. If you're watching live, you have a very important job. You can head on over to fact check in the official Good Kraken Discord channel. You guys want to link them? Hit them in the chat with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, Where you can keep us humble and correct when we screw up information during the show. Uh, If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening and or watching at home. But you can also support us by going... Yes, just like DJ. Just like DJ. We love you, DJ. Yes. We fucking love you, DJ. God damn, he's a good Prime kid. gaming. He's a good kid. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel, by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. Garrick. Review. What? We have some captain's orders, my friend. We are oh, almost we to 100 subscribers on YouTube, invite your fucking friends to the family. We have four yeah. left. We are four away from 100 subs on YouTube. Four subscribers away from us officially getting a good Kraken URL on Make there. it happen! Guys, and we're, we're at episode 82. If we don't have 100 subscribers by episode 100, I'm done. <laughs> like, with, with good Kraken or with more? Because uh, I mean, like, I'm talking we'll more. I don't, I, don't, like, like, I, don't, you know. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm, 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 I'm not. I don't condone anything, but like, I may or may not like stick my face on the toaster. That's how that Larry, phrase works, right? Stick my face on the toaster. <laughs> that's, that's that's so, that phrase, that right? That's so aggressive. That's, that's, well, <laughs> while it's in a while it's in a five gallon bucket of water. 
<laughs> no, no, that's that's what? deadly. That's deadly. That's... <laughs> not I want to kill, just maim. I want to hurt myself so I can guilt trip people, not kill myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, just <laughs> dude, just stick, just stick your pinky finger in the socket. <laughs> <laughs> Larry in the chat. What's happening, Larry? Baby, we love you, dude. If Good Kraken gets a hundred subs, I will leak my feet pics. Y'all heard it. <laughs> Y'all heard it yeah. right here from DJ Simfex. You better, you better follow. Get yeah. us to hundred, and, and you will he, see. He pampers his feet. Like when he when he goes and yep. gets a pedicure, they he puts his feet in the little little bowl with all the little fishies and everything. <laughs> you know, you know, no, no you, dead skin on that motherfucker. Exfoliate those toes. You like know what I'm a, yeah, it's smooth like a baby's bottom. I fucking love it. You know, this is really smooth, Devin. My segues because we're moving right into little waves. Oh yeah, with the little fishies, <laughs> with the little fishies. Let's fucking go, baby, Devin. What is little waves, my guy? All right, so you know, if this is your first time ever listening. Little waves are when we take stories that aren't as important to dive into. Like there's just not enough meat to them, but we still feel like mentioning them because they're they're either cool or you should know about it. So, yep. yep. With that being said, Dying Light Two will take at least 500 hours to fully complete. We know Ernell's not completing that game. This, looks, <laughs> this news took to the internet by storm, and the and there were those who felt that 500 hours was a bit of a daunting mission to undertake. I kind of agree. Mm. Techland quickly put those fears to rest by saying that the enormous amount of time to reach 100% was reached by doing literally everything, and most players will be able to finish the main story in side quests in under 100 hours. 500 hours is related to maxing out the game, finishing all the quests, endings, and exploring every part of the world. But a regular player should finish the story plus side quests and do quite a lot of exploring in less than 100 hours. So do not worry, Techland wrote. That's still a big game. That's a fucking <laughs> even a hundred hours. God, even a hundred hours is a big game. Most Final oh, Fantasy I'm games are only like forty to sixty, it. y'all. God damn, son, that's a fucking most, lot. Yeah, most most Final Fantasies are only forty to sixty. What is this fucking shit? Is this Daisy? Because yo, I got, I got like four thousand hours. <laughs> yeah, of say, yeah. <laughs> Garrick's hot to trot about this though, Garrick. This this is your yeah. game, dude. Are you stuck on this? Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, you guys, I've been tweeting about this shit, and I'm like, I've been retweeting like the countdown to the days of the release. Like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, when you really look at it, like analytically, 500 hours is about the same amount of time to like 100% complete Skyrim. You know, side quest collectibles. Yeah, yeah. Getting every armor and weapon, the whole shebangle, right? So it's like. It's weird that they use that as like a marketing technique. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with that because that's a big ass number and that's going to turn off some people. Well, They're just going to be like, that already has like, too much. Game. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of lot of um, people and companies who do use like the the validity of hours as like the the quality of the game or or the the value of how much money you're spending right there are a lot of people who take that into a sense uh yeah griff welcome by the way 100 hours 100 hours is eight hours a day for 12 days it's a fucking lot of games my guy (laughs) but i will say this dying light the first like the first game did not have 500 hours worth of gameplay content like mm-hmm. to yeah. chew through. Yeah. But there are 
dozens of screenshots of people in threads about that are just like I easily like put over 2000 hours in this game. Like there are people that just put colossal amounts into this game. And so this is just going to be like, yeah, cool. That's just more for me to do with the time that I'm spending into it. Because like this game has such a cult following, the people that want that are going to get it. Like, you know, it's definitely one of those things that like, I'm glad you can still chew through the campaign in 20 hours, like they said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like the fact that those diehard fans are going to have all of that, you know, world to explore. That's really cool for those people that do want it. Yeah. The yeah. The, ava the availability to play it the way that you want to is honestly a little admirable. Um, yeah. Obviously, they wouldn't have done it if there wasn't a demand for it. Right. So exactly. Exactly. Yep. There's, there's just a lot to it, which like I'm getting kind of excited for this game. I haven't been that hyped for it because I've been fixated on Starfield yeah. and that like in my mind, Starfield and Elden Ring are like the two RPGs that I just like. Yeah. want to dive into especially sure. knowing sure. that elden ring co-op is is dying light 2 campaign co-op oh yeah dude yeah, the full is. the whole yeah. the first game was uh campaign co-op that's like it's it's like okay. my favorite my favorite zombie title ever like i'm super, i i'd super be more interested in that because i liked Techland's first zombie game dead island yes yeah. i yeah. love dead island but yeah, we'll we'll have to see what's going on when that game comes out. Um, can all three of us play? I don't uh, think it's four. Pay, uh, it's four? It's, uh, four four player, just like the original. Get the fuck out! It's four splash damage, splash damage yeah, boys. Let's splash go! Damage. Let's go! I'm so here for it, dog. I'm so all here right, for it. What's something that people are not here for though, Devin? Oh, I'm really not here for this, anyways, because <laughs> I wasn't here for it in the first place. So I'm not. I just don't care. <laughs> but uh, I know what you did last summer canceled after one season on prime video as reported by deadline prime videos young adult horror series was met with a mixed reception and unfortunately will not return for a season two while the series won't continue prime video is still a great home for other young adult series like the wilds fairfax and the upcoming the summer i turned pretty um yeah don't care about any of these yeah i, <laughs> I, yeah, actually, no, for I sure. had no idea there was a series Based on you, I know you, what you did last summer. I you you know idea. why? Because you pr you probably <laughs> saw an ad for it, but the ad, the marketing for this show was so shit you couldn't even tell it was for I know what you did last summer because it just mm -hmm. felt like Teen Wolf. It felt like another Teen Wolf commercial yikes. every single time I saw it, and it it, it was yikes. It was a big fucking yikes because it was just. It was another Teen Wolf. It was another uh, uh, what's that other show that's like supposed to be based off Peanuts? Um, uh, uh, fucking uh, damn it! What's what's the name of the show? It has the Cole, the Cole brothers in it? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, and I have no idea. It's one of those things. Chat, let me know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, it, it was just another teen fucking show, and like you, you guys know I love horror content. I love horror movies, but like this peaked zero interest in my brain. They, I'm I'm glad it got canceled. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and, and I want like you guys to know that the Chucky TV series was renewed for a season two because well, it was actually go. good. It was actually <laughs> good. There you go. There you go. Yeah, because guess what? They got the original cast from all the movies to do that show, too. Yeah, dude. Well, and DJ yeah. in chat says uh, Prime Video is lacking, honestly. It really he, is. I, I, I have to I have to say I agree because like even outside of like the boys and like Invincible, I have like in, unless it's something that I'm like in like wanting to rent because it's not a Amazon exclusive. Um, I just have no interest in anything that's on Amazon. If it wasn't included with 
my Amazon Prime just for getting things, you know, day yep. of delivery. Sure. Yep. I, w- I wouldn't have it, honestly, but it's just included with the plan. So I have it, yeah. you know. Yeah. 100%. Um, and I feel bad for people who only watch things through that source because their UI is fucking terrible. Too. Awful, dude. Like they like they they're they're like continue watching thing is so fucking oh, bad. Oh, dude, they're, it's yeah. the worst. Their recommendation who, windows are just terrible. Like I just the, did the, you guys know that Hulu doesn't even have the continue watching? Yeah, that was also another part why I didn't like didn't like Hulu that much. Esco with the sub, thank you. Oh, Glide mouse pads—the only thing that will keep me dry from a super sucker. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's fun. It's funny the 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 guys at Glide like really liked our ad read, and I was like, "Fuck yes, let's go, baby, let's (laughs) go, let's fucking go." You know, else is let's go, Devin. Tell the people what's next. Yeah, this is let's go because Spider-Man No Way Home has secured a its fourth domestic weekend box office victory. That's right. As reported by Variety, Spider-Man No Way Home has earned 668 million at the domestic box office so far and has surpassed Titanic's 658 million and Jurassic World's 652 million on the all-time list. With no sign of slowing down, it looks to overtake Avengers Infinity Wars 678 million and Black Panther's 700 million. Globally, Spider-Man No Way Home has reached 1.53 billion dollars and has become the eighth highest grossing film of all time. There you go, radio voice. <laughs> what That's a fucking wild. movie, boys. What a fucking movie. Fucking crazy. I I I am so happy that this movie is as good as it is. I am also very happy that everyone else is in agreement that this movie is as good as it is. Because goddamn Spider-Man No Way Home is fucking good. It is so good. Oh, <laughs> it is amazing. How many like, times have you guys seen it? Uh, just the one. Three. Three times. I've just I've once. seen it three times. I was supposed to see it last week again, but you know this right, right. Oh, Xander, Xander, i love you raid what's happening go Xander? take a what's shower family go touch Hi, some babies. grass go touch some grass esco go take a shower <laughs> you love you esco joshy baby what's happening baby so yeah dude sub. spider-man so fucking deserves this dude it's so, so fucking dude, deserves it's, this dude. It, i mean it, it was it was my movie of the year like God hands damn. down God it's damn. like i yeah. mean i wouldn't really expect less of it being an mcu movie being being my movie of the year but it's just it's just genuinely a great movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it sure was Garrick, what was your movie of the year yeah i was just about to ask you well yeah what oh, was yours what would yours have been my you movie on of the year top three top oh, three dude. go from third second first third second first um third tread lightly, be, boy. third would be shang chi okay second would be spider-man first would be dune Oh wow! That wow. Been, so so that been a good conversation. God so Garrick, Garrick, my list third was Dune, then my second okay. was Shang Chi, and then my first was Spider Man. Hell yeah! See, we were all, we were right there. We we're right yeah. there. DJ says three, no two, way one, home. <laughs> I, I haven't seen those movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What what are those? What are those? DJ? Guess what? There, I I guarantee you there are. Three movies, I'll name that, and probably at least ten with all the same name. <laughs> oh, good lord, probably. God damn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, wild. What's, what's next, actually though? really cool news, and I know this has got Ernell fucking excited right now. 
Twisted Metal Reboot reportedly switches de- developers to a Sony first-party studio. Can I get a hype in chat? Let's go. Oh, let's go. Can you get a hype and shout? Yeah, yeah. Can you get a in a report a by VGCs, uh, sources told the outlet that a reboot of the car combat series is still on the cards, but that it is no longer being developed by UK-based studio Lucid Games, which created PS5 exclusive Destruction All Stars, and instead it has been handed over to one of its first-party studios in Europe. Sony's U- European studios include Guerrilla Games, Housemark and London Studio, Media Molecule, and other new acquisitions like Nexus and Fire Sprite. Who do you think is doing it? I think it's probably going to be... Uh, I I think it might be Gorilla. I, I think, think they House might Mark. want to... Actually, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah, I think House I think House Mark. They're, they're, they're pretty notorious for arcade likes, right? Like... I think I think Twisted Metal fits in that overall scene. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, is that what you think too, Garrick? Is House Mark? Yeah, House Mark. Yeah. I can see that. I can see yeah. that because and, and if if not House Mark, London Studio. Yeah. I don't know what Blood and Truth is. Uh, oh, Garrick, I feel I feel like you know Blood and Truth, right? Um, pretty sure I played it, but I can't remember. It's like I don't remember when it came out. It's it's uh it's it's a it's an FPS, but it was like one of those FPSs that sort of like went really under the radar. It was from uh 2019, I want to say. It was like yeah. one of those sleeper hits um that it, it got like um, Yeah, it was 8, yeah, 8. 2019. 3. It got yeah, it got like an 8.3 on on Metacritic. It it did really well. It was just not talked about. Look, right, I'm not right. I'm not trying to single anybody out, but I just think it's hilarious that we have somebody sitting in our chat that hasn't talked yet named Six Flags Magic Mountain. <laughs> First off, I love that. Okay. Secondly, I don't want us to get into the habit of calling people out that are viewing because I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. But that name is fucking hype. That name is yeah, hype it's, shit. It's only going to be in the case of that. And Shrek the musical. <laughs> I dog. I, I, I still think about us being watched by Shrek the fucking musical. <laughs> that, that still that still Dude. hits my brain every once in a while. Oh, they no. followed us too. Know, uh, but dog. moving so on. Speaking of funny <laughs> shit, Elden Ring's character creator has leaked, and fans love how in depth it is. Leaked by YouTuber ERSA, the character creator allows for making it of much more natural-looking human characters than from software's previous games. Part of that comes with the graphical fidelity of Elden Ring. While arguably not quite on par with the PS5 Demon's Souls remake, the characters are far more uh, comparable and of a significantly higher quality than those seen in Dark Souls 3 or Bloodborne. The hilarious part... Boys, this shit looks good. This shit looked the, You can do some <laughs> crazy stuff with it. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. see those screenshots of those goofy ass faces that people created? Dude, yeah. Are you gonna make a goofy ass face? I'm probably gonna make a goofy ass face. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I don't I'm gonna know. put up some stuff for uh for people to see at home. <laughs> oh yeah, some of this shit's funny. <laughs> oh, this is gonna but, be good. This is gonna be good. Yeah. I so like I think I'm gonna make like just make my most gorgeous hero defining looking person for my first playthrough, and then my second oh, character is going to be goofy as fuck. So first, let's uh let's talk about um ripped track here. Ripped track is <laughs> looking like a snack. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we, got, we got Rip Shrek. We have uh, Shrek <laughs> Goblin headshot thing over here. That's pretty wild. Uh, but the thing that I want to point out here, all jokes aside, the character creation looks bonkers here on the left. Okay, that shit yeah. looks wonderful. I yeah. am so excited for that. Yeah, that's so detailed. Ugh. I'm just going to make my character look like Geralt, honestly. Oh, oh Jesus, forgot to turn that off. <laughs> 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 oh, my, 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 my little intro noise that I made a while back. <laughs> oh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> Ernell's just dropping a deuce. His secret lab chair is a special edition. It's the toilet edition. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Continue on, Devin. Continue on. Mine has magnets. His has got plumbing. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm so jealous of yours, damn it! <laughs> but Ernell, you have a PS5. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, my guy. And I have I a 3060. You do. You definitely do. Yes, you definitely do. What does Garrett right, have? New Bella Fucking air fryer. What a loser! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I have an air fryer. Am I a loser too? Actually, I don't know if you guys saw it in the foodies chat on Discord. I posted a picture of that trigger being used. <laughs> You sure did. You sure did, my guy. You sure New did. Bel Air trailer shows a darker side of Fresh Prince. Speaking of triggers, <laughs> the new three-minute trailer features main character Will Smith getting a phone call from his uncle, and his uncle asks, who is this, as he moves in with his auntie and uncle in Bel Air for one more chance. The trailer reveals how Ernell did not notice what I just said of a prestige drama than a sitcom. With Will Smith as a troubled kid from West Philly trying to adapt to life in Southern California, the new series stars Jabari Banks, a West Philadelphia native who will play the character portrayed by Will Smith from 1990 to 1996. Smith himself surprised Banks with the news in a video that quickly went viral. Yo, cool. Have you guys How's seen you? this trailer? I have, and honestly, oh I'm God. big fucking sold on this. Like, honestly, I'm like contemplating getting Peacock for this fucking show because, like, I, I watched it. I was like, listen, I know about like three other shows that have this fucking story and theme in it. I'm still fucking here. I'm still so fucking oh, dude, here for I'm this. I'm watching dude. it. We have a we already have a Pe uh, Peacock subscription for like uh, Psych and the Psych movies. <laughs> like, like dude, we literally—I swear to you—we have it just for that, basically. But like, dude, I—I I heard rumors that they were doing this, and I remember seeing the viral video when he told him he was like, "You're gonna play, yeah. you know, yeah, Will Smith," and I was just like, "Let's go!" And they had some like test footage stuff then, yeah. They uh, when the viral video went, and dude, this is gonna be gritty and it's gonna be tight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the shit out of it. Mm -hmm. Because Fresh Prince is already—it's—it's it's my favorite sitcom ever, dude. So getting oh, to yeah. see it in like a Easily. more serious tone. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's—it's so it's, it's just a whole new take rad. on it. It yeah. looks really good. Because it cause looks it, really, really good. Because that—that—that like essence of like straying away from like that comedy side of Fresh Prince and giving us this like. I know we talk about it a lot, but this more grounded feel of like a kid trying to like readjust his life to something entirely different from what he was used to, is yes. is it i'm here i'm so fucking here for this dude i love when they do shit like this um it's also really cool too because apparently the idea was given uh because of a like fan-made trailer 
um, that that was done a while back. And I guess that they have a part, like those people that made that fan-made trailer are uh, got hired to be a part of this project. And that, that is awesome. stellar, dude. I'm 100% here for this Like movie. you saying that, that's like one of my favorite things about like the creative industry in a whole, like whether it be video games or TV or movies, is people who take the time to be passionate about something and focus on something and re- and release something especially like fan made whether it be mods or youtube series or stuff like yeah. that a lot of those people actually get recognized now and get hired yeah. by those bigger companies you know yeah. i.e oh my god yeah the new the new uh fresh prince of bel-air series uh bethesda they hire modders all the time and stuff like that because they're like oh you know how to code our games here <laughs> come work for us you know yeah, what i mean dude. yeah i mean like it, yeah, it goes i just to love that shit it goes to show like you don't you don't have to go to college to be successful you just have to like do something you know what i mean just pick yep. what the fuck you want to do in the world do, like, do, do it my guy like <laughs> in the words of shia labeouf yep just do it do it do it do it do it everybody do it God, that legendary ass video, dude! <laughs> legendary fucking video. You know, you know what Shia LaBeouf probably likes, guys. Oh yeah, I know what he probably. Oh, likes. you know what he probably he likes moving right into the helm. That's what he likes. Let's go, Optimus. <laughs> I, I like. I like. I miss. I miss Shia's Optimus because once we got like Mark Wahlberg's Optimus, it started to like be getting real weird. Where it's like Shia Buff was like Optimus, help me. You know, like it was that kind of. But like Mark Wahlberg's, it's like Optimus. I found a transformer, and he, it's just him Optimus, like Optimus. <laughs> I used to be a cop in Boston. I'm divorced. Optimus, you gotta let me fly on this one. And it's just him like I'm just a peacock. <laughs> <laughs> I hate us so much, dude. I fucking hate us so much. I also really hate this news because first up, we're talking LAPD officers fired for chasing Snorlax in Pokemon Go instead of robbers. This comes from Adam Bankers at IGN. It reads like this. Two lost. Oh, 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 God, Devin. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm here. No, no, I'm he's here. here. He's here. He's good. We're Two good. Los Angeles police officers were fired after they chose to chase a Snorlax in Pokemon Go instead of helping stop a robbery in progress at a local mall. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Devin. Wow. Jesus Christ. Uh, as reported by Vice and detailed in court documents, former LAPD officers Louis Lozano and Eric Mitchell were on foot beat patrol on April 15, 2017, when a robbery at the Macy's at Crenshaw Mall was taking place. Call- calls began going out to police in the vicinity to respond, and some, like a unit that was at a homicide crime scene, rushed over to the mall. Lozano and Mitchell, on the other hand, ignored the call at first and then responded with a simple no. <laughs> They said psych. (laughs) When asked again, as it turns out, they, quote, willfully failed to respond to the robbery call and attempted to conceal the fact, end quote, by saying they were somewhere other than where they actually were. After listening to the recording in Lozano and Mitchell's police car, the LAPD also discovered they were playing Pokemon Go on the day of the robbery. Quote, the recording showed that at approximately 6.09 p.m., just five minutes after Officer Lozano said screw it to checking in with communications about the robbery call, Officer Mitchell alerted Lozano that Snorlax just popped up at 46th and Lamert, 
<laughs> the court documents read after nothing after noting that excuse me Limert doesn't go all the way down to 46th Lozano responded oh you know what I can do I'll go down 11th and swing up on Crenshaw I know that way I can get to it Mitchell suggested a different route then told Lozano we got four minutes Great quote for approximately the next 20 minutes. The DICVS captured petitioners discussing Pokemon as they drove to different locations where the virtual creatures apparently appeared on their mobile phones. On their way to the Snorlax location, Officer Mitchell alerted Officer Lozano that a Togetic just popped up, noting, <laughs> noting he was on Crenshaw just south of 50th. <laughs> After Mitchell apparently caught the Snorlax exclaiming, got him. <laughs> Petitioners agreed to go get the Togetic and drove off. <laughs> after successfully catching the Togetic after Lozano, quote, buried it and ultra balled it. <laughs> it decided to return to a 7-Eleven to end their watch. Sorry, they decided to return. They would lie about playing the game and even said they were, quote, merely having a conversation about Pokemon Go, end quote, and that they were, quote, unquote, capturing an image of the Pokemon on a tracking app. <laughs> they were charged with multiple counts of on-duty misconduct and fired and would later try to appeal their case by saying they weren't aware their conversations were being recorded and that their words should be considered, quote, unquote, private. On January 7th, 2022, the court denied the appeal. While this event may have taken place in 2017, 2022 will soon see the release of Pokemon Legends Arceus, a new game in the beloved franchise that may offer yet another chance for someone to get in trouble for playing it when they really shouldn't. Arceus, but oh my god. Yeah, so, sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> can I say something? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's extremely funny how they are quick to discipline police officers over this when instead they could be disciplining officers who outrightly murder people. I was literally, off, literally like, going to say the same free. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, that, like that's, he, this just makes me angry. That's all it is. And it's not yeah. even at the fact that it's Pokemon. It makes me angry that they took the time to take this to court and and, and get them in trouble for playing a fucking game during their job when that could be handled out of fucking court. You know what I mean? <laughs> DJ in the but, chat says, would you rather have a gym badgeless cop help or a renowned trainer come to the rescue? <laughs> but like the fact that we have people who can just gun down people in the streets or who go to a fucking hotel and yeah. shoot people while they're whimpering down the the hallway and they get off fucking scot-free. They get fucking paid leave. Is, they get a paid yeah. six-month vacation. All this does yeah. is fucking piss me off. Yeah, There's cops yeah. out there who literally have shot children over toy guns Yep, who are walking scot-free. Yep, yep. There are people out there who take advantage of this job. There are people who don't, but there are lots of people that do. And it pisses me off that they choose to reprimand somebody over something like this instead of do something that's actually important. Now, granted, too, I want to make sure that we add on. We know like these these two dickheads still deserve to get fired, obviously. But it's just disappointing that these dudes got fired and not the countless numbers of other fucking cops that have done a million times worse fucking things than chasing a fucking Snorlax down the streets. There of was fucking a LA. young girl that was just killed from cop fired like two weeks ago. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's 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 fucking ridiculous. And that, and that I, to my knowledge, that cop isn't even in trouble for it. 
you know, yeah. again, yeah. fact check me. I could be wrong. You know, we have a whole tab about that. But mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's uh, I, I don't know what else to say without just getting really mad. No, for sure. Forward. I get it. That's that's why I added it on here, because it's it's an important conversation to have outside of just the ridiculousness that is of the story. Uh, Surreal in the chat says, hey, host, what's up, Surreal? We love you. What's um, up? What's up? Long time no see. <laughs> it's just like you're you're 100 percent right. I'm glad you caught on to that, because that's exactly where I wanted to take this. Um these, these this story particularly is funny but in the whole grand scheme of things like with everything else going on it's it pisses me off yeah <laughs> yeah garrick are you on the same wavelength or do you have any more any more to say on top of it or? yeah i mean that dude and i just when i first saw the art dude i thought it was clickbait i thought it was like fake as fuck i was just like this can't be is this the onion? That, like I was just like, yeah, that, that is exactly. It's an what onion ass article, right? Like I was just like, I was just like, this cannot be like some shit they're actually choosing to report on. Like, what the fuck even is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, was just, it's... it was just it was just a waste of an article space. I was just like, like what were you, like are you? I, I just didn't understand what the point of it was. It was just like, you, why highlight like this of all things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, like, like you know, let's us bring it on to here. Really, just so that we can talk about it in this in this light because I don't think a lot of people most people are going to look at this like oh goofy story about two fucking stupid cops right but it's like realistically realistically more people should be upset about this because it's like these two dudes got fired actually fired for playing a fucking mobile game on their phone and then there's cops that actually shoot disabled kids in the fucking street and never get a punishment for it at all, and that's yeah, that's but yeah. Sh- but they but they tried to play this <clears throat> shit off as like oddly controversial for some stupid reason. Right, right, right. Um, mm-hmm. Surreal. Uh, I was playing Apex Rank, dude. You're gonna make me cry. I hate cops. Oh, listen, we're on we're on Twitch. We're <laughs> so we're not gonna dude, we're not is, gonna dive crazy deep on this, but retweet. It's, it's, this just hey, this just feels like a scapegoat sort of article. Like yeah. it's just like. We're yeah. gonna give you this so like <clears throat> we're not talking about other stuff related to law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like like I said, it's kind of funny, the article itself, but in the grand scheme of things, it pisses me off because there's a lot of other really bad shit happening. And it feels like this is just kind of like, hey, pay attention to this. This is a goofy yeah. police officer story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah, it's just so fucking yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'm gonna stay calm. Sur- gonna surreal, stay calm. surreal. We love you. We love you. Okay, just we. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to quote that. Just so we don't get banned or anything. But we love you. All right, you're loved yep. here. We care yep. about you. We care about your family. All right. As, as as someone who has been shot at by rubber bullets and tear gas before, I do not like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> the way mm-hmm. that things are being conducted um, we also don't like this next story Devin actually I kind of do because I looked into it and did some oh, research and I kind of do motherfucker, you motherfucker yeah, all right, yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, tell the people yeah, about yeah. it tell the people about yeah. it Michael Bay, Gareth Evans and Patrick Hughes remaking The Raid for Netflix and this is coming from Joseph Noop over at IGN director Michael Bay is joining forces with Patrick Hughes and Gareth Evans in the return of a Hollywood hit According to Deadline, it was reported that the three critically acclaimed directors on the reimagining of the Indonesian actor action thriller The Raid for Netflix. The 2012 film was created, written, and directed by Evans and premiered at the 
2012 Toronto Film Festival, where it quickly garnered praise for its action sequences and cinematography. The success of the film led to its 2014 sequel, The Raid 2. The Raid takes place in Indonesia and follows an elite squad infiltrating a ruthless mobster's den. The film quickly builds suspense as the team traverses the levels of a high-rise building facing off against the drug lord's deadly underlings. The film stars uh, Ikoa Iko Uwai. Iko Uwai. Okay, I, I almost said Uwai. Um Away, <laughs> yeah, away. <laughs> As lead yeah. character Rama, a rookie <clears throat> member of the unit, the cast also includes Joe Taslim, Ray Saratapi, Yuan Rayuan. Did I say that? Ruian, Ruian, yeah, yeah, Yayan, Ruian, Yayan, Ruian, Sunny Alasha, <laughs> Alamzia. <laughs> Alamsia. E and then Yang and Dharmawan. E. All right, all right. Let, let me get to it first. So <laughs> there you go. Okay. You got to let me try. Okay? You take your shots. There you, you go. Gotta there have you a go. peacock. Okay. You got to let me fly. <laughs> Optimus, I found a transformer. Satira, Ika, Ramadia, and Aldridis Godfried. There you go. Good job. Good job. See, you gotta you gotta let me fly. <laughs> okay, cool. Evans won't be taking on writing or directing duties this time around. The reimagining will see Evans as executive producer with Hughes and Bay tapped as directors. Hughes will also co-write the script alongside James Bufort, Range Media Partners, and XYZ Films are both set to produce. Quote, we're incredibly excited about Patrick's unique vision for this film end quote, spoke the producers in their statement to Deadline. Quote, it's a distinctly original take on the material, which promises to pay great respect to the original film, while also bringing a fresh approach and perspective that will set its own course in the action genre. End quote. The reboot of the film will take place in Philadelphia, where the elite DEA task force will take on a mysterious cartel kingpin, huh, kingpin, as they fight their way through his tower of informants. Since Sony's acquisition of the North American rights to The Raid in 2011, the film's American remake has undergone many iterations in its attempt to market off initial success and subsequent cult fan base. Stars such as Chris Hemsworth, Frank Grillo, and Liam Hemsworth were rumored to be attached in earlier attempts, but ultimately amounted to nothing. With three of the biggest action movie director directors attached to this current attempt, fans are eager to see how the trio will reimagine the film for American audiences. So the reason why I say that I'm not mad about this is Gareth Evans wrote the original raid movies, all of them. He was a writer on all of them. Yes, very much. So. And he also did VHS, which was incredibly violent. Mm -hmm. Um, so and now Patrick Hughes has done the Hitman's Bodyguard movies as well as the Expendables. So right. and I just I just watched the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard or whatever. Yeah, I just yeah, watched that yeah, the yeah. other day. It was actually it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So, they are good movies. They are they are a couple yeah. of good movies. Yeah. Um the only person I would be somewhat concerned about is just Michael Bay. I hope he has the lesser part of production, but I'm not too worried just because I, I have faith behind Patrick and Gareth, honestly. Sure. And 
again, this is Netflix. It's kind of a 50-50. It's going to go one of two ways, right? It's either right. going to be good or it's going to be bad. But I'm going to put this hopefully I'm going to I'm going to say this is going to be in the good category. And I know that it's whitewashing essentially, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But as long as it's rewritten and they don't as long as it's not a bunch of white guys going out in an Asian city, you know, with Asian bad guys, I'm more okay with it in the sense. Sure. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. sure. Because That's it's fair. not vilifying AAPI, you yeah. know? Right. Right, right, right. Which which that that's my biggest concern with with a lot of movies in this sense that do get remade is because they still try to base it in the city that it's in yeah. and then they get big action star Chris Hemsworth, <clears throat> you know, to come in. Oh, you mean but, like you mean like villainizing a- Asians in movies? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, be, I so I'm already stoked that this is actually it, it is going to be full hardly an American adaption in that sense. And it's not like they're taking on an anime, right? It's a cop it's a cop story. It's a cop story. Right. right, You know, right. Which, which can be a lot of different situations. I mean, they don't even have to say it's reboot. It could just be another raid movie. That's just based in the U S you know what I mean? Subsequent stories because they all have different characters. Anyways, watch them make this, uh, this cartel group, like the triads or something. (laughs) They're they're going to find some way. (laughs) I, I 100% guarantee you. So it's Philly. It's 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 going to be like mobster stuff. You I'm know? sure. Yeah, there's there's yeah. there's it's, no... it's going to be like Russians or something like that. Right. Right. Garrick, Gar- where are you on this? Uh, <laughs> but, uh-huh. Good uh-huh. movies don't have language barriers. Watch the original shit. We don't need to keep rebooting stuff just so it can have an American version. Yeah, Dude, I'm so, 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 so over it as just as a whole. Like, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. If, go watch Ambulance if you want like a shitty if you want like a shitty generic Michael Bay action film. Wait, okay, but that but that one second, that one second, good, that sounds good. What, what's up, Evan? No, no, Ambulance looks terrible. Um, I'm no <laughs> dog. I'm so here for it, man. No, it, it looks it looks so bad. I I don't know if you heard what I said. the The way that those raid movies are, it's essentially Judge Dredd. Yeah, but I think I think what you get, know what Garrick's more so getting at is yeah, just like. It, they keep they just, keep doing this whether or not it's a reimagining or not. Like it's 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 still just a little egregious. Like it it, it go it goes to show like how <clears throat> how Americans perceive foreign movies and like the only reason that there's a market for this kind of re, like this level of like remakes is because too many people have an issue with that language barrier and it keeps them from wanting to experience the original movie the way that it was meant to be experienced. And so they remake it because there's, you know, that fucking family in Texas is like, I don't like me no Indonesian films. And they just like, (laughs) and so now they want to go see the story of the raid just as long as there's a fucking white guy in it and not some Indonesian dude speaking Indonesian Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the ease of access. So it's like, uh, man, it just DJ in the chat. Anyone who is not America is a squid game person. (laughs) I I haven't heard that one yet, and it makes a lot of sense though. But I haven't heard that one yet. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I know, I know. yeah, but it just it just feels like it undermines the original content to me. Yeah, I totally it, understand. Like it just, and I don't know, it just bugs me. Like it just like I that th- there are just so many individuals out there who are just so like narrow minded. Like Arnell and I are deaf as shit, and we're willing to go watch movies in another language and try to guess. 
fill that shit in while we're reading subtitles in English and like still rather enjoy it the way like it was it was meant to be seen and written mm-hmm. than like be like, well, if I don't want to see it unless unless it's in American and like, you know, like which is just stupid. There's so many other English films yeah. for you people to watch. I, yeah. I like I said, the only the only thing that gives me any like incentive to like really care about this is uh, the fact that there is an original writer on board with this. Oh, sure. Sure, 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 sure. True. uh, But and with the way that all the other raid movies have gone, especially with it almost being like a final fantasy with all different characters, you know, Oh, well, the, the raid raid one and two are not like raid one. And two yeah, are the same but there is another though. raid movie. There's too. like what the is B it? movies. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. The there's like quite a bit of them in at the core. When I think of raid, I think of raid as action sequences, not mm-hmm. not story, <clears throat> because the, if, if you want to talk about story, the story is literally Judge Dredd. <laughs> sure, that's sure. That's sure. what the story is in the first place. Um, but it's 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 more it's more of an, an action spectacle of anything, which, yeah, you know, having the director from Expendables on board for that makes yeah. me a little, you know, my my thing is, I, I I don't think of this as a reimagining or as a reboot. I just think of this as a another step in raid, but just in a different place. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like it, they do have all those other movies that and, and I guess I'm just being really optimistic about it in that sense. Yeah, that's fair. And that's fair, you know. But um, again, the only thing that makes me question it is Michael Bay. Yeah. But that just means there's going to be some big ass explosions in this movie, right? Is, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, granted, in in your defense, this is a special scenario, right? Because it is the writer of the original Raid movie, so it's like there there is you know the question of like is this even technically a reimagining? Is it technically a reboot, or is it just like a separate sequel? Because it's you know like. You know, the Think same about like, like this people way. that have that have had their hands in it. Me, me and Garrick, I guess, are more so just saying, like, we just wish they were doing this for different reasons on a grander th- scale of things. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm thinking of it like God of War, right? God of War was technically a reimagining spiritual reboot, but it was a totally different story, right? Yes and no, but I, but I get because, where you're because from. yeah, it yeah, was I just called God of War. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. my hope is that's what this movie ends up being. You yeah. know, yeah. But I mean, every raid movie is climbing up a tower and killing a bunch of people, yeah. and some of your teammates dying, and it's and they're being fuck. crazy it's action sequences. And then, it's and so then good. the top of the building blows up, and they kill the big bad guy when they almost escape, and then they go down a zip line where they get picked up by a helicopter, or they just jump off the roof or something. Dog, there! That, I just gave you the whole plot line. The, the, well, the, 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 the beauty of Raid though is that choreography, because like that exactly. ki- that kitchen knife fight scene in Raid Two, holy mm-hmm. shit! The choreography and, and, in that was yeah. so good. Oh my look, god! Look, you want to know who I want to see in this? Because I know they're just gonna play the same fucking thing they always play, but it, it would work so well for this. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> Ben Stiller. I am Alexa. Like fat Paul Giamatti. (laughs) In rhino boxers. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No, no. But but I want to see Jason Statham in this. 
Is that weird? I, I need I need a Jason Statham revival, right? Like yeah. because out, yeah. outside of like yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, I, I need yeah. a, I need a Jason Statham what was, revival. What was that sure. last movie that you and I watched that was really good when he impersonated a um, security oh, guard? Uh, uh, was it like um, Dawn of Man or something like that? Dude, so oh, good. so fucking good. We need more I mean, Jason Statham, like, my like, dude. If if that performance isn't an indication that he should be in a raid movie, then I don't know what is because yeah. he. Yeah. Uh, he he's he's like the transporter right but in that movie he's way more badass like well, and the thing, way more brutal the thing is too is like the raid is basically just the transporter but in a building so it's like it's really it's really not mm. that it's really not that different you know I mean? <laughs> dj i'm the same height as jason statham <laughs> <laughs> you don't know me you don't know, you don't me. know me garrick take our third and last story for the helm baby boy Lee take two interactive to acquire social game developer Zynga in 12.7 billion dollar deal. This is coming from Emma Roth at the verge uh, take two interactive, the video game publisher that owns rockstar and two, uh, 2k games is set to acquire social game developer Zynga in a deal valued at 2.7 billion uh, via the wall street journal. Uh, the cash and stock transaction is expected to close in the first quarter of 2023, pending regulatory approval. Take Two Interactive's acquisition of Zynga marks the company's foray into mobile into the mobile gaming market. Take Two is behind some of the most well-known game game series, including Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, Bioshock, Borderlands, and NBA 2K. Meanwhile, Zynga has a pretty impressive portfolio of its own, defining a genre by planting some of its earliest games like Farmville on Facebook. The, mo- uh, the mobile game developer also created the ultra-popular Words with Friends, which eventually made its way to Messenger. The company is also set to roll out an Among Us-like game on Snapchat called Revamp. Combining Zynga's expertise on mobile and next, gener- uh, next generation platforms, with Take-Two's best-in-class capabilities and intellectual properties uh, will enable us to to further advance our mission to connect the world through games, said Frank uh, Jabeo, the CEO of Zynga. Take-Two's $12.7 billion acquisition of one of the biggest video game uh, is, excuse me, is one of the biggest in video game history by a pretty big margin ahead of the Microsoft 7.8 or $7.5 billion purchase of Bethesda which was finalized last March and Tencent's $8.57 billion acquisition of a majority stake in Supercell. God damn, that's a lot of money. <laughs> I, I sure think it's funny, that, it's money. funny <laughs> that they're buying Zynga for almost twice as much as Microsoft bought Bethesda and Jesus Cinemax. Christ, <laughs> Do you notice Christ. that? Yeah. Look, yeah, here's, it, here's the thing, though. If you look at this just from like the outside looking in standpoint, this is a super take two move because take mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. is like just like most notably like take two is like probably their biggest studio is probably Rockstar at the moment, I would argue. Right. And Rockstar is incredibly, incredibly money hungry. So them acquiring something like a mobile gaming like Tycoon, like Zynga, which is literally just riddled with microtransactions and ads like this. This is this is purely financial for them. They don't give a crap about games. Mm-hmm. You guys want you want to know my prediction on this? I think mm-hmm. I think this acquisition was to prepare for a metaverse. Yeah, yeah, that I, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. especially like 
I I'm I have a big problem with uh with Take Two right now, especially for trying two K. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Yeah. Retweet. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's especially with them trying to uh, cite it takes two for the name and trying to uh, gross. Dog. You know, I'm God, like man. and they and like that game's been <clears throat> out for almost a year and then they file when it gets considered for game of the year. Like mm-hmm. fuck you, like, take two. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, you Sounds scummy motherfuckers. To me. Sounds yeah. sus. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's gross too. It's but... just it's just fucked up and yeah. like. That's the un- unfortunate thing is companies are going to do fucked up corporate shit because in the grand scheme of things, all these companies are corporate companies. So that's for damn sure, isn't it? That's for damn nope. sure. I know it's yep. fucking, it's fucking yep. unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, but we're not unfortunate because we're going to head on into uh, hands on deck. But before we do, my friends, have a listen to our sponsors. This episode of the Good Kraken Podcast is brought to you by Glide Mouse Pads. PC gaming and office work is more popular than ever before, making your workflow and efficiency an absolute necessity. You need your peripherals and accessories to be running silky smooth in order for you to keep clicking heads. And now we've got just the thing to keep that KD at an all-time high. Glide Mouse Pads is the future industry leader in mouse pads, offering beautiful, smooth, waterproof products made with eco-friendly materials and non Slip rubber in a variety of sizes that are guaranteed to give you the edge you're needing in the heat of digital warfare. I'll tell you what, why even bother with a piece of junk like this when you could get your mouse the battle rug it's only ever dreamed of. Right now, you can follow Glide Mouse Pads over on Twitter at, at Glide Mouse Pads. Again, that's at Glide Mouse Pads for updates on when their store officially opens. And stay tuned on Good Kraken for a special offer we'll have for you when that happens. Again, that's at Glide Mouse Pads over on Twitter. Glide Mouse Pads, you will succeed and we are back oh god that feels good that feels fucking good <laughs> yeah, doesn't it yeah. so I'm it's here nice for having it. a little break for it thank you griff we appreciate you. 10 out of 10 ad thank you griff and dj yeah, the yeah. only person to do that ad better than arnell is me that's true that is <laughs> true, true dj you're right you are 100 right my friend <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we're moving into hands on deck Hands on Deck, everybody, is our uh, is our segment where we talk a little bit about some uh, games or movies or shows that we have gotten our hands on since the last episode that we were on, and uh, we try to pitch them to each other. <laughs> and uh, TJ, hands on dick, hands on dick, yep, uh, hands on dick. We try to pitch them to each other. We try to pitch them to you guys at home, Devin. Let's do one each, guys. One each. I, I feel like one each has been a pretty good time frame for us. So let's stick. Let's stick mm-hmm. to that, Devin. What have you been playing or watching this week, my guy? So since I've been, you know, quarantined and home ridden, um, I started Cobra Kai finally. Let's fucking you just made me the happiest man on earth. Devin. (laughs) Let's go, dude. Where are you? Where are you with it? I am in the first season still. Okay. 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 But I'm on like episode seven or eight. Let's so go. Far. Let's go. Bro, it gets so hype. I'm like, <laughs> so like, so yes, all right. I yes. grew up with Karate Kid. I grew up with yep, Karate yep, Kid. Yep. I'm extremely per- like impressed. They got so many of the original actors from the movies to come back. Right. Like, right. Extremely impressed with that. Um, Now, I love how they portray the main character i forgot his name already uh, I, 
Yeah, yeah Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know if you were talking I, I about love Johnny or they, Miguel. I love how they portray Johnny as just a piece of shit, deadbeat dad alcoholic, because he is he is so good <laughs> at playing that like, <laughs> deadbeat but, but, alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and it is it is so like it's not glorifying. It's constantly everybody's telling him, hey, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, yeah, I know, you know, but fuck you. That's like his whole attitude, right? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Like, um, and he does a great job. But Miguel is the fucking heart of the show. God, this kid but can it, fucking act, dude. He can fucking he act, is a man. Fucking sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And the the moment when you see him actually like go like show that he has been taught karate. Yeah, and no self. The, when you see that that cafeteria scene, oh. you're just like, oh, <laughs> dog. Listen, you you and I talk about this all all the fucking time. Okay, my my desire for hype in any piece of content I ever consume is just at an fucking maximum. If it is hype as shit, it is. If it is extra hype, I will fucking watch it. And and this fucking show, Cobra Kai, just has something hype going on in every single goddamn episode. And I love it. I fucking love it. I me just, me and Aaron are watching the new season right now. And um, uh-huh. uh, we're, I think, four episodes in. Um, and <laughs> goddamn, this show's fucking good, dude. This show's dude, so fucking I, good. I... <laughs> I don't know why I ignored it for so long because I've heard so many people like whether it just be friends, family, other podcasters or whatever, talk about how good this show is. Yeah. Like for for years now, I've heard this mm-hmm. and it's actually amazing. Yeah. And if you in any way liked Karate Kid at all. Yeah. yeah at all. You will love this. Mm-hmm. You will love this. Yeah, like even if it. you just enjoyed Karate Kid but weren't too hype on it, you're like, yeah, I watched that when I was a kid. It was cool. You're going to love this show. Dude, the show is better than Karate Kid. If I'll be completely like Frank, the show is better than Karate Kid. And it utilizes Karate Kid in in like all the good ways where like Mm -hmm. it odes back to Karate Kid in all the ways you want it to. Mm -hmm. It, 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 it's, it's, it's energy is Karate Kid. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like the, the absurdity of it is, is the perfect type of campy corny. Oh my god, I love the show so much. It, it's so good. And and the comedy, it's it's subtle, but it's fucking spot on. It is so good. <laughs> so it is good, so dude. good. So but like um I love the callbacks to like the previous movies, how they use a lot of footage from previous movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I love that aspect. Um you really see a lot of uh uh connection between um you know for or with the death of Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it actually is throughout the show, which is really nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I can't wait to watch more of it. And I've done so good not getting any spoilers for this show at all. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. why. Please don't spoil anything for me, people. But oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like I, I don't know how, but I'm really good at avoiding spoilers for some reason. And there's so many things I want to happen, like. I want to see LaRusso and Johnny just finally go, hey, let's team up. Let's do this together. Let's bring karate back to the valley. That's all well, I want to see. Well, well hey, don't I'll, t- tell me I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this. This show gets fucking wild, my guy. Like, j- yeah. just this show gets fucking bonkers. And I am so excited for you to, to watch more, man. I'm so sad. Everybody at home, if you have not watched Cobra Kai, please do yourself a favor. Dude, watch fucking Four Cobra Kai. seasons now. 
Oh, Four they're seasons. all so good. They're all so good. Yeah. Griff in the chat yeah. says Karate Kid is the only reason I know how to use chopsticks. I tried for years <laughs> to catch a flight with chopsticks. Yeah. And yeah. DJ says now I need to watch this. There you go. We sold DJ. Yep. Let's yeah. go. I think it's... this started out as like a web series on YouTube. It sure did. And it and That's honestly, awesome. like shocking because the production of even the first seat the first season, stellar. For with with that being said, another case of creators doing something for a web series and it getting picked up and taken to the right place oh dude i know god man and the, and this yep. and this was one of the the netflix bops right like the like how we're, we've been talking mm-hmm. recently about how like netflix is very 50 50 um this mm-hmm. is one of the bops the production is phenomenal the writing is mm-hmm. so fucking clever um even though the show is is corny in all the same ways that karate kid is corny it's self-aware of the corniness enough that like it feels like they're kind of making fun of themselves mm-hmm. and making fun yeah. of the original movies and like because mm-hmm. they, they do it all the time right they do it all the fucking time with like any of the mm-hmm. like the main villains the main like characters and how like they're supposed to reflect like characters from their original movies and just like dude they my, do my, they do such a knock-up job my favorite <clears throat> thing about it is how like Johnny is teaching Miguel karate. And he actually, it shows that he's doing a good job, even though that his methods are kind of like meh, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. he is a piece of shit. Yeah. But m- my favorite part about it is Miguel showing him he's a piece of shit and like wholeheartedly like being like, no, I, I know there's a good guy under there. I want to help you out. Yeah. You know, they- and-, and I love seeing that connect- connection, you know, because he is grade A, typical white guy, drives like a crappy old classic car like all he listens to is hair metal and drinks fucking coors light all right yep. like he's typical yep. yeah he's he's that shit guy. white guy he's that guy and he says not choice things and they call him out for it in the show all the fucking time and and they and they found the perfect way to make all of us give a fuck about him mm-hmm. like for whatever because fucking reason we give a shit about this guy's redemption arc like it's yeah uh, god well, watch this fucking show <laughs> he has things happen to him in a sense that makes you go, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, damn it, Johnny. Damn it, Johnny. I yeah. Know. I know. God damn But it. yeah, go watch Cobra Kai. There's four seasons. I just started it. I'm at the tail end of the uh, the first season so far. Rodell's already in season four. It yeah. only gets better, baby. It only gets yeah. better. Yeah. Garrick. Strike hard, strike fast, strike first. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra Kai never dies. Let's go. Uh, Garrick, what have you been playing or watching this week, my guy? Um, a lot. Like I was telling you guys earlier, uh, I have been like flip booking through games recently, but there has been one that uh kind of stood out and I wasn't really expecting to gravitate towards this game. I literally just picked it up and tried it on a whim and it is called Deep Rock Galactic. Oh, dude, we we have plans on playing this on splash damage eventually. That's that's actually a good sign. How is this game? Uh, dude, wow. Um. So Deep Rock Galactic is a co it's a four person co-op first person shooter where you play as dwarves that are mining a alien planet filled with these arachnid like creatures called glyphids. Mm -hmm. And basically the the like the TLDR on the game loop is is you get assigned various jobs, whether it's like doing research on the aliens, uh, restoring broken mining equipment, uh, extracting materials and actually going to mine it and like taking it out. 
and then you basically you go you drop into the mine you go do these things and then you like loot all this stuff and then you're fighting all these aliens the entire time and it's got like this low poly art style where it looks like it was kind of like around like the the xbox like 360 like era sure and it sure. runs super very stylized uh dude the co-op is just feels so good the gunplay is awesome and just the fact that like you, you you go into these caves they're dark as shit you guys are like working together to find these materials tossing flares into these deep dark tunnels and like as you're mining up your materials all these you guys are like having to watch each other's backs uh as like these aliens are trying to like murder the shit out of out of you guys and then every the, there's four different classes of dwarves that all have unique like abilities that they bring into their minds with them and you guys use them to help each other gather resources and traverse like dangerous areas of the mines okay dude it's the gameplay it's it, it's super smooth very cooperative super super fun i just I, I ended up diving into it and the gameplay loop is just so simple and beautiful it's like playing it's like playing left for dead with like minecraft Oh, well, yeah. Garrick, I want to let you know I just queued it for download. Hey, Dude, let's like, go. Let's it is go. Just, it's so good. It is one I so I, I had heard like rumblings about this game when it got released. Uh, I actually believe it got released in 2019 um, and then it's slowly gotten rolled out onto other consoles. Well, it had just happens to be on Game Pass, which is where I picked it up. And just wow, the music, super good. Gunplay, super good alien creature design amazing using all of your using your toolkit to like the fullest extent to help your fellow dwarves like just basically traverse these deep dark caves and the the, the caves are procedurally generated the objectives are uh, placed procedurally they're never in the same place twice like we did i did this mission the other day guys where i was going in to repair broken mining equipment and mm -hmm. while we were repairing the equipment, you actually had to, like, dig a tunnel so that you could lay the pipeline so that it wasn't obstructed by, like, the uh, the like the workings of the cave. That's cool. And, you're, and, like, as you're doing that, you're, like, fighting off aliens and, like, making sure they're not breaking your equipment while you're, like, getting the everything back up and running. Uh, Garrick, I just want to let you know that whole time that you were talking about Deep Rock Galactic, it downloaded already. Oh, dude, super, super <laughs> quick. Now, it's not yeah. a very big game, it's but it's got gigabytes. like this crazy, crazy gun, like gunplay loop, dude. Yeah. And all of the classes like they're they're all of their ability kits feel really good. And it encourages you to try out the different ones so that you understand what like your teammates are going to be doing for you in the cave mm -hmm. and what you can do for them to make the mission successful. Because, dude, there are moments where like you are literally just there's just these glyphid arachnid creatures on all sides. You're like, you're like, I've got your, the, the, there's a gunner character. You're just blasting your minigun, just blowing aliens away. All of your flares are on cooldown. It's starting to get dark. You don't know where all the enemies are coming from. You've got to get this shit harvested and you have no idea where your little mule is to deposit your resources. And you're just like panicking. You're just like, oh my God, all my dwarves are dying around me. And like, there's one dude, there's one emote in this game. There's one emote and it, it, it sums up the game perfectly. Okay. And it's fucking rock and stone, brother. Rock and stone. That's literally the emote. Rock and stone. That's it. 
That's tight. I'm here for that. Rock and stone. I put I put a poll in chat for everyone to vote. Uh, this Friday we are uh, we are playing. Um, 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 what the fuck was it called? Uh, <laughs> uh, prop night. We're playing prop night this Friday, but next Friday you guys can vote to see if you guys want us to play this game. Uh, next Friday night for splash damage, we would 100% be down if you guys are down. So, um, yeah. let's do that. Yeah, you got. It sounds like you got a soul, my guy, because I'm here. Oh, my Lanta, like so good. Yep, <clears throat> it was. Yep, absolutely recommend. I'm gonna be playing it again probably this evening. Perfect. Griff Griff also asked in chat. The environment is 100% destructible as well, right? Yep, everything is destructible, and, like, you can destroy things with your bullets just as much as you can, uh, like, your pickaxe and stuff. Okay. And so, like, okay. you'll have, you'll have like, one like one character's got, like, a zip line that you can use to, like, place across, like, chasms to make things more accessible. Uh, the scout's got, like, special flares and, a, like, a grappling hook. Um, the engineer can, like, place down turrets and have, like, this, like, this gooey platform gun, and then... Um, there's, uh, then there's the driller who can make like really square, clean, like tunnels and they all have like, and they all have like roles that they fill during like the missions, dude, it's just so much fun. I like fell in love with it instantly. And I was just like, the tutorial, the tutorial was fun. That never happens. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm fucking here for it, dude. Yeah. You got me sold, man. I'm, I'm definitely here for it. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, watched a very special movie. Uh, called Pig. I finally <laughs> did it. it. I finally did it. And this movie is absurdly good for absolutely no fucking reason at all. I, I, oh, this movie is really good. This movie is insanely good. I, I don't like. The, honestly, this might be like one of Nicolas Cage's like best movies he's ever done. Like the like one of the best roles he's ever played because he acts the shit out of this character in this movie <clears throat> and and the movie and the movie is just oh my god like i'm 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 appalled that it took me this long to watch it so for people that don't know pig is uh is a movie starring nicolas cage and alex wolf the gentleman from uh uh uh, uh the hit horror movie uh, what the fuck hereditary hereditary um he's the boy from hereditary and nicolas cage plays as a truffle farmer who lives out in the middle of the Oregon woods by himself with his truffle pig and they hunt truffles and he hunts truffles so that he can trade the truffles to Alex Wolf's character who owns a small like restaurant chain in Portland. Um, this entire movie is based in Oregon. It's wild. It's sick, dude. <laughs> like being like living here and like seeing all these things. And I was like, Oh, that's so cool. Um, and uh, and he he gives the truffles to Alex Wolf's characters in in exchange for food, so that Nicolas Cage's character can continue to live in the woods on his own. But one night, uh, two people break into his cabin in the woods, beat him uh, in the head, and take his truffle pig. And the story then becomes this sort of weird, like anti John Wick story, where it's it's not like. This movie's not high action. It's not, but they no, have. They it's like a drama. Yeah, it's like it's like a drama movie, but they kind of make it feel almost as hype as a John Wick movie. Like it's not. It's not high action, but it feel like the energy is kind of high action because you're like. 
fuck yeah, let's go, Nick Cage. Like he he kind of spends like, the entire he's gonna get that fucking pig. He's back. gonna get this fucking the pig, movie. dude. Like the the whole time, and like he uh, it 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 almost feels like he's like ready to fight someone the entire movie, and like at any moment's notice, it it could have a fight scene in it. But they just don't go in that direction. It's it's him yeah, like like the, the the tension the tension for violence is like there in the film. Look, yeah, dude, I'm so glad you watched this. Nicholas Cage showed up on set to this film and he was just like, "Cut when I say cut." Yeah, and then they just and then he just acted the fuck out of that movie. Yeah, dude, and like, mm-hmm. listen, I get guys, I get that like this sounds so like ridiculously fucking cornball as shit, but like this movie's really good. Uh, it's got this overarching theme of like handling loss, um, which is like one of my favorite themes in like any source of entertainment. As but of, like, yep, same, yeah, like gr- grief and loss are my two my two favorites for for stories to touch on, and th- and this movie handles it surprisingly well. So it's worth it. 100% worth it. I, I I took the shot and rented it on Amazon just to, like, take the shot on it. And honestly, like, I would have paid $10 for this fucking movie because this, this movie was that good. It's that good. It's it's a little bit more... It's more art PC than, than we're coming off as, but it's not art PC enough to make it feel like an art piece. It still kind of just definitely feels like a thriller movie, like, like DJ and Chad Yes. Says. Yeah. If you have a Hulu subscription, it is available on Hulu. There you go. There you go. I do not have Hulu, no. so that went yeah. right under. But but honestly, like I'm I'm happy with it. I'm I'm happy with that purchase because it, it it this movie this movie blew me out of the water. I was very happy for it. Uh, Spider Man No Way Home is still my movie of the year last year, uh, and this and this movie probably wouldn't take the top three for for me. But I almost like it more than nobody, so I might like. This movie might take like my honorable mention spots, like one of them. Like this, this movie is pretty I good, can, guys. Like, I you can need to see this movie. I can see that choice. I personally like nobody a little more, but I can see why you would make that choice. Right, like the the two the two like they shouldn't be, but they're kind of interchangeable. They the energy of the of those two films is very compatible. Very much so. Very much so. It's it's like if they if they replaced the action scenes of nobody and replace them with drama pieces, that's this movie. Yeah. It's this movie. Yeah. And like and like I like that. I like that they didn't just take the 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 John Wick copy route like like nobody did or Gunpowder Milkshake tried to do. You know, like I like that they strayed yeah. away from that and just gave us a genuine good like drama story where they're like, what if it was John Wick, but like he doesn't know a bunch of cool combat shit. And like, he really is just like, just determined. He's, he's just determined. And he just so happened to be a really, really popular guy in fucking Portland. And like, and, and it, it just works. It just fucking works. Like it, Devin, watch it. Devin, watch it. Yeah. Okay. You should check it out. Yeah. It's so I, good. Now the crazy thing is, it's like, we all make fun of Nicholas Cage as an actor, mm. but there are so many times where he proves that he is a good actor. You know yeah. what I mean? In in a lot of these like offshoot movies. Sure. You know, just like ri- ridiculous sounding concept until you actually watch it and you go, wow, Willie's Wonderland was great. He didn't say a single line in that movie. He just beat the shit out of a bunch of animatronic dolls. You just know to be what I clear, mean? that movie was trash. Just to be clear. 
just to be clear. I thought it was great because I thought it was just so funny. Yeah, no, great. <laughs> Griffin, Griffin chat says Nick Cage is an Oscar winner, and he is for a reason. Like he is a good oh, yeah. actor. Like when he, he's just so weird and eccentric. Yeah, it just it's just when he's when he's put onto a movie that like actually fits him well then he kills it. You know what I mean? But when they put him into something like Ghost Rider, Night at the and museum. they just tell him to fucking yell for half an hour. Like, I'm kidding, that was Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get Gary you mad. Motherfucker, you motherfucker. Because, but I mean, like, but National what, Treasure, man. He's a National Treasure. One of the He's best fucking movies Treasure. in history yeah. ever. That movie's one of yeah. the best movies ever. Like Face I, Off. Oh, that's another good movie. I mean, John Travolta mm-hmm. carried it more than Nick Cage did, but did. they were both still pretty fucking good in that movie, dude. Honestly, like, I want a face-off remake. Remake or sequel? Yeah, sequel. Ooh, I, I kind of almost want a sequel. You know, Bring yeah, back John Travolta yeah. and Nick Cage. Give us old man <laughs> face-off, you know what I'm saying? Old or do a remake, off. but with the same actors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just give them another shot. Give them another yeah. shot. <laughs> John Travolta, we heard you've been really down on your luck lately. All your petitions. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's yeah. true. Scientology did well, not just, treat him well. Just bring the ponytail back. Just let everybody know that you're yeah. Josh in the chat that you're says, a sub. Josh in the chat says, nah, the pinball scene, though. <laughs> he's talking about uh, Wally's Wonderworld. Is that what the fuck it's called? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's just he he had breaks scheduled on his watch and God, he would just go dog, I drink a it. soda and play I fucking football. hate it. I hate it. Oh my God. Uh Griffin chat, the community did the best reflection on Nick Cage. That's true. That's true. The Poland chat is over. They have agreed on cheese for us to cheese. play Deep Rock cheese. Galactic next Friday. So it's like that's what we're gonna be doing. Let's uh, refer to Hell Raven. Yeah. And let Raven know, and we should be uh, good to go. We should be yeah. good to go, everybody. Just like you guys are good to go. For us to move to what, Devin? The gallery. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Ladies, gentlemen, bents, and ladies, we are talking tonight. What is the greatest video game of all time? We want to hear from you guys in chat. And we know you guys are going to troll a little bit. <clears throat> you guys are going to troll a little bit. And that's fine. That's fine. But we do want your actual answers, too. Okay? We do want your actual answers, too. We're doing one each. And I want each one of us to explain why that game is the greatest game of all time from our perspective. Okay? Let's try to pitch it to each other. Let's try to convince the people at home. Uh, DJ says Tekken 3. <laughs> uh, Griff says, okay, what are the rules? Is it one single game or franchise? It is one single game. One single game, gentlemen. Uh, Josh says GKS Simulator. <laughs> get the fuck out. Josh, get out of here. Get out of here. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Don't tell everybody. No, I'm kidding. There isn't anything like that. <laughs> now, obviously, we're going to be grading greatest video game of all time on the large just consensus generally speaking best story best gameplay great shadow legends fuck off john best gameplay uh best mechanics best art best soundtrack all the things together that have compiled to make what you believe is the greatest video game of all time devin the five star man what is your five-star game in history 
So this is really hard. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is really hard. I mm-hmm. so I've been thinking about this for the past few days and I have not been able to generate one definite winner, but I have come down to two games Let's and go. I can't make a choice between the two. Okay, well you're you're going to you're going to have to baby. You're going to have to. I know, to. but I'm going to let you guys know my two choices and you're going to understand why this is so hard, it, especially for me it, as as a gamer cuz Okay. You guys already know that these are two of my favorite franchises in the world. Yes, of course, of course. Okay. I'm having a hard time. Call of Duty. Final Fantasy X. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> as, as much of an FPS player I am, I still don't even play those games. I know you don't. That's why I said them. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I, I, I really liked Modern Warfare, like the last iteration of Modern Warfare. It was Warfare. so, that, that campaign that, was so that, good. Like, oh my God. That, it was that is, that is the epitome of Call of Duty, like God, multiplayer God. everything. It's, it's, that was a perfect FPS game. As much as people shit on Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, the reboot, yeah, amazing game. Yeah, very good. But very not good. the best game of all time. Sure enough. Anyways, Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X, and I'm going to give points for this as I discuss these real quick, because as a JRPG, this was the first fully voiced JRPG. This game is 20 years old, and it's still being played constantly to this day. It's on Game Pass. It's on Switch. It's on PC. It's everywhere. You can literally play it everywhere. That shit's like Skyrim now. Mm -hmm. You know, you Mm -hmm. probably get it on your phone if you get an emulator or some shit. Sure. You know, Um, and it's the battle system in that game is so accessible for anybody who is learning how to play a, um, um, a, a, uh, Oh my God, what a word I'm looking for right now. Uh, just that battle style of game. I'm having a hard time right turn now. Turn-based. Turn-based. There you go. Hey, brain fart 2022. Okay. Let's you, go. Thank you. Garrett. We love you. <laughs> um, yeah, as a turn-based game, it's extremely accessible because of the way that it shows, who's all going next and how you can alter it depending on the types of moves and abilities and stuff you use. Um, the story is fantastic. It's relatively easy gameplay wise until you get to like the really end game shit. Um, and it has a very compelling story. But as I talk about this, I think I'm going to have to give my greatest game of all time to the legend of Zelda breath of the wild because you can play that game however you want, literally, okay. however you want. Okay. Uh, the art style with that slight cell shading and everything is timeless. I mean, think of Wind Waker that holds up and lives on to this day. No problem. You know, uh, the the tr- uh, the way that you can traverse the map is fantastic too you can literally do anything in any sorts of ways the uh, multitude of enemies and combat that you can have uh, the the crafting that you can do in that game the food cooking uh, it's and the story is ultimately a good story but you also have to bring that story together yourself you know what I mean and it and it's kind of your own reflection on how you feel about it because it's you discovering what's happened in the past leading forward to, you know, to let it define your future in a sense. So, yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I'll take that. That's that's those those are good choices. I, I think I think I think Breath of the Wild is definitely definitely up there. Like that mm-hmm. that game was just is just beloved. Well, right. Think like, up. 
everybody compares it to it now. It's like everybody used to compare games to Skyrim, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it's a Skyrim like it's this. It's thank, this. Now everybody. Thank you for not saying Skyrim. <laughs> I mean, you. that is pretty up there. Get though. the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You shut your dirty mouth. Or no, there's a reason why people still buy that game today. It's true. Yeah, I mean, people still buy fucking Pokemon games. That's the same fucking game. What? Eight generations? What kind of shit are you generations. Like, people, people, people replay bullshit all the fucking time. You know what I mean? That's my point. That's my yeah, point. Well, I mean, in a sense, but like, besides the main quest line, especially with all the expansions they've come out with in, in Skyrim, you can pretty much play that game however you want as well, and you don't even have to do the main quest to be fulfilled from that game. Sure. Sure. You know? Sure. It's not always the same. That's the beauty kill of those kinds of games. One hit. Just kill dragons with one hit. You know, mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, if you're playing on fucking easy mode, like a fucking <laughs> square, what are you, you know? Listen, nerd and, and, and game nerd Skyrim, game. you're just you're just dishing out heat on fucking dragons left and right. right? Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking like yeah, when you put in 300 hours. <laughs> The, the the dragons actually scale with you, Ernell. Oh, that's fucking garbage. DJ Simfix. That's uh, fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> says Tekken Three is a gateway fighter into the PlayStation era and one of the first on that platform to sell over a million copies. Second to Final Fantasy VII, it ran at sixty FPS, and there is so much content that we've never had in fighting games before. Tekken Three is a legendary ass fighting game. Like that was a fucking good game back in the day. Y'all, very, very good game. And, and, and after Tekken 3 happened, every other fighting game was trying to do what Tekken 3 was doing. Even Mortal Kombat, they had a couple games that were feeling closer to the Tekken 3, like, run. That makes sense. That's that's a good pick, DJ. That's a good pick. Uh, Griff says only true pro gamers play on their fridge. <laughs> <laughs> Skyrim with guns. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, okay, that's, that's Devin there. Garrick. My good, my good, my good old crimson chin, my friend. How are you? How are you doing? How are you doing? You doing good? Uh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. That's great. I don't fucking care. What is the greatest game <laughs> of all time to you, rude. my friend? That's what I care about. Can everybody shame or er- Ernell and chat for shame me? Shame me and see what happens. Ding, ding. Shame me and see what happens. Shame, uh, dude. You know what? There's there's a lot of games that I feel like anybody could argue for this position. Uh, I think it's funny that uh, Devin said Breath of the Wild because the one that just comes to mind immediately for me is also a Legend of Zelda game. Uh, and that would be uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I thought Good about choice. that. Good I thought choice. about Ocarina. I like that. But I, I weighed it because I was like, you can kind of do more in Breath of the Wild. Sure. And that's the only that's reason fair. why that's I went fair. that route. And you can. You can. But it you can never you can never undo the fact that ocarina of time it is just a generation defining game it is like it there were it it spawned so many insane franchises from its absolutely beautiful masterpiece of a game and it like and it still holds up like maybe not graphically, but but mechanically and like the pu- and the puzzles all so, so good to this day. It is just a gem of a game and you it still feels good to to play it, to go back and accomplish it even now. Like you could you, anybody who's played Ocarina of Time 
like if you've played it once you've played it a dozen times i'm sure mm -hmm. oh yeah and you can get oh, through yeah. like a full playthrough in like two days easy peasy because like we've all played it so many times right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but you're just like yep that felt good and like that's i think that's the thing about it is it's just it's still talked about it's still beloved and I firmly believe that if it wasn't for Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda would have never been Legend of Zelda that we know and love today. I think that is 100% fair because o Ocarina of Time, you know, for all sense of the, the phrase, changed the game um, <clears throat> because that was like sort of the original adventure game, right? Like the mm -hmm. original like... 3d yeah, adventure like 3d like, action adventure game like that was it like it had puzzles it had like deep con like deep really deep combat at the time like enemies had like attack patterns you had to learn how they attacked you had to learn how to counter them bosses had really specific mechanics that required you to sometimes do them multiple times in a row to be able to succeed and it was always really gratifying to be able to do it and move on to the next thing and there are so many games today that have like mimicked at least something from Legend of Zelda and brought and incorporated it into like just regular gameplay. And that's mm -hmm. that's just commonplace now in some way or another. Yeah, there's one I, thing to be said about Zelda games, because if you think about it, they're always generationally defining because they either influence their direct sequels or almost every other like adventure RPG out there because Follow there are so right. many elements that come from those games that go into other games, whether it be art style, um, the way that uh, like boss battles go, you know, with the, the three hit rule and then you can do the damage and stuff like that. Yep. The different phases, um, the exploration, like Genshin Impact essentially and uh, um phoenix rising they both look like breath of the wild games you know to be fair and, and a lot immortals of phoenix rising was supposed to be a copy so i guess i guess you know yeah. like to be yeah, that to was be always fair, intended right? to be like they literally were just like we're just gonna take assets from assassin's mm -hmm. creed odyssey and we're gonna make a breath of the wild game with it and right, it works right. for them but like and the thing is is like the fact that like just legend of zelda is just so like mm -hmm. you know it's just replicated but never duplicated <laughs> Right, mm -hmm. right. That's yeah, fair. That's and fair. and yeah. I I see. The thing is, I don't disagree with your statement either, because greatest games of all times are just like impactful games, right? Right. Yeah. In and not you just know. to consumers, but to the industry, right? Like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Um, I also want to add. I hate that I taught Devin things because Devin being able to go into stream elements when I haven't even showed him the login, how to navigate it, anything at all. He just picked it up, ran with it, and somehow added a fucking shame command. <laughs> on the quick quick. Based on the the hit show Game of Thrones. <laughs> but I'm telling you, dog, fucking ding ding. Shame. Shame. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel it's needed. I feel like it's an appropriate command. We can use that a lot. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, and I'll, I'll find a way to butter it up, too. I'll find a way to butter it up. Uh, Griff in the chat. I'm going to double down on Spec Ops The Line. Uh, highly underrated masterpiece. Explored mental health. Didn't glorify militaristic violence. Made the player make hard, impactful decisions that made them really look at the consequences of their own actions. That's a solid choice, Griff. I haven't played that in so long, I feel like. 
Like I like I hard I never play Spec Ops games. Um, or like I've rare, rarely played. ever did, but there were like three Spec Ops games that I played, and I loved all three of them. Like Spec I, Ops I, had I, it going down, dude. I never played Spec Ops. I've heard that yeah, though before. Either. You know, they were good games. They were good games. My DJ, guy. I'll agree with you. Fallout New Vegas is a fucking masterpiece, a and I know, I know, Garrick and I love Fallout because we oh, even dude, today love. we're oh, playing we Fallout seventy six. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 on Game Pass. We're you we're low level. Yeah, just we're low level it. as fuck. I hate just, you. Both. Just come. I hate you. Both. You, got, you guys keep throwing me games I need to fucking play, and I got. To, I have the time now. So I can't say yeah. that I don't have the time. So I'm just like, I you, oh, now oh, is oh, the yeah. time, friend. Let's do yeah. it. Let's go. Yeah, I love you guys like, so much. Like, look, 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 Ernell. I understand that you have some interviews, but I have at least until next Monday before I can go back to work. So mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you are not playing 76 with us. At Bro, all, I have four time. days off this week. I don't go back to work till Saturday, dude. Yeah, God damn it, God damn it. It's God time, damn it. Yeah, it's, it's time. time. You fucking it. download that game and you play it with us. God and damn it, God damn it. I still, I still, have to, I still have to be, I still have to be Horizon. I still have to fucking. Oh, Horizon. I understand that you have to do that, but at least set aside a couple hours to play some games with your fucking friends, okay? <laughs> yeah, <dog. laughs> Damn, you know what? I'm, I'm shaming myself in chat for that. Goddamn, you just cooked me, dog. You just fucking I love you. Me. I love you. Calling you out publicly so you, 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 you feel you feel the 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 like beaming sensation from everybody that you have sure. to play with us no, now. I know, I know, I know. I, I'm I have no escape now. I have no escape. So I'll, I'll let you boys. Garrick, I'll you Garrick boys has on. another person who's gonna play with us as well, and I know, mm-hmm. I know. There's other people that we play games with that are going to hear that we're playing that, and they're going to be like, wait, Fallout 76? Multiplayer? Look, it's sure. on Game Pass. It's on Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. You don't even have to buy yeah. it. Let's go. How, how big is the download? How big is the download? It's pretty big. Like it's pretty three. Big. Oh, no, it's like it's like 60 gigs, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say three. Oh, shit. 60 no, gigs. That's right. It was That's originally fair. 30. It's, it's okay. 60 I think gigs. It's got, yeah, it's and, and, 60. and I'm not, I'm not going to go on about this, but the amount of NPCs and, like, different things they've put into the game since its original release is makes it extremely fun. It's not even the same game it was at launch. It, it's oh, not like they know right, they know right. man skied it. Right. Yeah. It, right. it it it's it gets a lot of hate still because of their release, but it's actually a good game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Gentlemen. Greatest game of all time. God of War <laughs> surprisingly, surprisingly not surprisingly not um i did think about god of war because that game's really fucking good and it does have all the pieces to make it a potential greatest video game of all time but it just does a couple of things that that could have been done just a wee bit better and i think that that kept me from doing it the one game that came to mind for me that i felt just was perfect as DJ says, Cyberpunk 2077, just for the sex scenes. <laughs> Listen, those sex scenes are wild, dog. I remember like getting into the first one. I was like, oh shit, they're showing all this shit. <laughs> I was like, oh wow, they're really doing this. Um You're like, okay. The greatest game of all time, gentlemen, is The Last of Us. Mm. I just haven't played it. That's like Here's that's why. my thing. I, I literally have nothing against it, but I I know a great number of people who would I've, like. 
shout from the rooftops in agreement. I, I I will say, its cinematic value is important because yes. it is a truly <clears throat> cinematic game with a cinematic story that does grip you emotionally. But the gameplay is. Especially yeah. for the first Whatever one, you're about is to honestly, say, you're wrong. Whatever you're about to say, you're, you're wrong. And it you're is fucking wrong. <laughs> notoriously said to be no- atrocious. You want to know so what? You want... <laughs> I'm as not a, wrong about as that. As a person who's never played The Last of Us, I still believe that that game saved single player experiences, which is where I come in here. Um, uh, first off, before I get into that, DG says Panam Palmer is a hottie in cyberpunk and i will 100 percent agree because i have eight of her pictures saved to my phone <laughs> i don't want to talk about it <laughs> she was ki- she's kind guys, of guys guys she's kind guys. of been oh, oh surreal's already on it <laughs> she's kind of she's kind she's kind of been my you video game boy. crush since playing cyberpunk i i will be completely dj i love dude you, dog. I loba's love mine honestly um <laughs> griff, real. griff says the combat is atrocious on purpose because it's meant to be avoided um yes very much so now here here's the deal okay outside of that outside because obviously there's there's conversation can be had about that um <clears throat> The, the the last of us we we talked about it just a bit ago with both the games that you guys picked right the the last of us changed shit they changed shit with with having a game for the first time in a long time ha- give us the cinematic experience that the last of us gave us pushed every other game afterwards to want to do the same thing and the the graphical fidelity in the last of us was was just c- comparison to none other than the last of us pushed studios to want to make their graphical fidelity and artwork even better. The, the combat sure was janky's janky here and there, but the overarching like use of that janky gameplay, the over the shoulder third person combat was 100% game changing because they figured out how to do the third person over the shoulder combat correctly where every game prior to them tried to and just could not fucking pull it off. They couldn't pull off how smooth it was. You remember games like Army of Two, games like oh, The Division. That game chugged. Like, the, yeah, there, there were games that tried to do it, and they just could not get the smooth feeling of over-the-shoulder third-person combat. And just gameplay, generally speaking, because The Last of Us has the entire game as third-person over-the-shoulder, and, and they nailed it because that's a big part of why that game feels so cinematic. Because they were able to nail that down. On top of that, the story is, oh my god, you can't you can't compare the caliber of last the Last of Us story to any other game besides maybe Breath of the Fucking Wild, right? Because that's kind of what held Breath of the Wild up the way that it did. That story is great, but like the 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 Last of Us just did it just did something, just did something. To the games industry were like it it set them up to have the last of us to be as good as it is it set them up to have uncharted 3 be as good as it is it set up god of war to be as good as it is like the like we talk about games that are that change the field of the video game industry the last of us is it the last of us is fucking it boys i i would they i agree. would say it, it again it's up there um but yeah, combat is just atrocious. That's all. 
I mean, like, yeah, no, sure. I mean, is, that's, that's not and what I've the game was about, game. nor its focus. And 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 that game yeah. was definitely before the division. I just want to fact check this while we talk about it. It was quite a few years sure, before sure, the division sure, sure, sure. came out because we're um, we're talking about a PS3 game, right? You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a PS3 sure. game. Mm-hmm. It was definitely defining for its time. I give you that. It definitely was. And I mean, not, not even just for its time, though. Even even to this date. Like, like, yeah. like there's games Literally that take talked influence about from daily. The Last of Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, this game is, is one of the most cultural zeitgeist games. The only reason people are not currently talking about The Last of Us right now is because the daunting 50-50 split between the people that like The Last of Us 2. Like mm-hmm. people still like people still the, the people that didn't like The Last of Us 2 didn't like it because they liked The Last of Us so much. The people that mm-hmm. did like The Last of Us 2 liked it because they liked The Last of Us so much. It's like e- mm-hmm. either either way that you 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 hash it. The Last of Us The Last of Us 1 has has been such a pivotal place in the video games industry. In like mm-hmm. e- in every way shape and form whether it came from the voice actors now becoming actor actors to play these parts in the way that mm-hmm. they did. You know like like the the the, the technical prowess the artistic prowess, the the story prowess that that came into this game to give us a game that was that good. There's there's no way I can deny it the place of saying that arguably greatest game of all time to me. It just mm. like to me, I just I can't I can't think of another game that hits that like in modern day times, I can't think of another game that hits the way that Tilu does without looking just 15, 20 years ago to fucking Mario 64. <laughs> like, you know, like, like that's, that's the, I can't think of another game that has like changed the industry for where we are in, in, in games right now. You know, like there's, yeah, we, we wouldn't have games that look as good as God of War if it wasn't for Tilu. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have games yeah. that look as good as like it's true. for spoken without Tilo. Mm-hmm. Like may, maybe Final Fantasy would have pushed them into a direction eventually, but I think I think Tilo getting the Naughty Dog getting that engine down for Tilo was a big push for the games industry, and that's incredible, man. That's incredible, dude. Now, granted, all three of us have really fucking good answers because. Breath of the Wild is really a fucking good game. Like, ev- like there's, I can't think of a single person that has ever legitimately said I don't like Breath of the Wild, right? Like, I've heard people say like it feels really empty. It could have used more, but like, no game is perfect, right? Like, we're not talking what game is perfect. We're talking about what is the greatest video game of all time. And if no video right. game is perfect, then sure, like something like that has some space to like you know take it in. Mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time, legendary, legendary ass game. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, the, you know, Garrick explained it perfectly. It's one of the most classic action adventure games. We wouldn't have most of the games that we played to this date if it wasn't for Ocarina of Time. It just it spawned so <clears throat> many, so many franchises like any any puzzle based action platformer, like an action adventure platformer, like it has something it pulled from Ocarina of Time. Something mm-hmm. nuts. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Griff in the chat says, I love Tilu 2. It was an intense character exploration commentary on society. I, too, also loved it, Griff. Um, a lot of people have I have argued with me to the fucking ground about about why I love that game. And so many people that I know fucking couldn't stand it, but fuck them. You know what I'm saying? It's me and you, Griff. It's me and you in this world. <laughs> um, <laughs> is this surreal say so you haven't even played it, Ginger? <laughs> 
Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I can still follow the news on the game, even yeah, though I've played it yeah. before. Damn, it's real out here, dog. It's real out here. Um, DJ says, anyone think The Witcher 3 belongs in this talk? Um, I, I would say almost. The issue with Witcher 3 is that the game is fucking bloated as shit. The game is bloated as all fuck. There is Look, so much to do in The Witcher 3 that, like... The reason The Witcher 3 can't be on this list is because of the Skelligiles. That's why this fucking... That's why Witcher 3 can't be on this list. That's it. <laughs> that's fair. That is it. That's fair. Those things are broken as fuck, like, right? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. It, like, if you, zooming out, it's, you should not be allowed to see that many question marks on a fucking... In one spot. Yeah. yeah. It's anxiety. Yeah. It's anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know like the, the witcher 3 could be but you know it has potential like it's definitely like iconic and but it's just it just did some weird things it in the same sense that like there are some assassin's creed games that you could argue for but it just has some things you're just like it did some shit just weird enough just weird enough yeah that it like you're just like the other stuff just did it better Right, right, right. Ooh, DJ makes a good point. Metal Gear Solid 3 is a fantastic game. It is a fantastic game. I I would argue it's maybe too niche. Maybe. Yeah. Right. niche yeah. like very very niche very niche but it is a fucking superb game right like of of all the metal gear solid would Devin, would you say 3 was your metal gear solid was that the one that you would maybe vote as the so one So I've played I've played all of them. Except except I haven't beaten five yet. And again, it just comes across. It's it's kind of like that Witcher three thing where it's just it's so daunting because of how much is there. Bloated as fuck. You know? Yeah. 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 Yep. And and a lot of the, the same thing can be said about. Uh, um, uh, got uh, just brain fart, but Assassin's Creed Valhalla, again, another game with just a bunch of shit even odyssey even, even fucking odyssey yeah. dude odyssey yeah. is just out of i haven't beaten either of those stuff. games jesus man I, but i've put about 80 plus hours into odyssey and probably like 30 or 40 into valhalla and i just haven't beaten them mm-hmm. now griff, griff says is three the uh the metal gear saw that you can kill a boss by changing the time your console yes um yeah. Uh, DJ, I finished five and it's the most new player friendly, but three captures all of Kojima's magic in one game. It very much does. And could like that's the game that like clarified of the industry that Kojima is a fucking genius. Right. Like he's mm-hmm. just an absolute out of this world genius. Like I can't I cannot believe that this that this universe has gifted us Kojima as a game developer, because good Lord, that man is just way too smart for all. Of us. We got fucking lucky, man. Oh God, seriously, dude! Like, <laughs> we don't deserve Kojima. If I be completely honest with y'all, we really, really, really do not, gentlemen. Good conversation. All three of our games, very, very solid. Very, I very. I understand solid everybody's picks. pick. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do too. Picks. I do yeah. too. And and like, I do want to say, I definitely love The Last of Us. The, that there was just that one fault that I felt like just kind of puts it under other games because I would just want to say the combat in Breath of the Wild and even Ocarina of Time very fluid. Very it is. I mean, the, the thing is, too, is like all three of our games have their faults, right? Like yep. Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. is empty as all fuck. That game is so only empty. only in a certain area in a lot of other biome areas. It's actually very, very full. It's just a matter that very I'd say that first like 25 percent. I don't mean I don't mean like that. I don't mean empty as environmental. I mean, empty as stuff to do because it's like, yeah, there's stuff to do, but there's not as much as there should have been. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the, it could have been more Garrick's pick with Ocarina of Time. 
like it's it's fault really is just it's it just it's doesn't product age of well. its time yeah yeah, yeah. It, it just it doesn't age well and like and like even though it was pivotal for that time it's like mm. nobody would ever say well i wouldn't say nobody but there's very few that would say i've never played ocarina of time go and play yeah. it and say this feels like a good game right because it's mm. like it just it just doesn't age well like the story magnificent the gameplay magnificent for you know what it was back then but it just you know it doesn't hold up anymore um the last mm. of us like very obviously yeah had some mechanical issues with its with its stuff and they didn't clean it up until tlu2 um you know but like he said everything else in it is magnificent enough to make up for that fact. So it's like there's <laughs> surreal. You don't age well. You know, I I <laughs> I normally would say you're right, um, but <laughs> to be completely honest with you, you're fucking wrong because I look like <laughs> just a dork at <laughs> fucking eighteen years old. I aged pretty damn well. <laughs> Fuck you, Surreal. <laughs> Everyone at home, we are going to do a quick fact check in our Discord and nothing. We fucking nailed it, boys. Let's go. Um, our schedule this week, tomorrow, we are back here with another Ocean Shrine story time. I am playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, my very first full PS5 experience. You guys can give me a flex and chat if you want. Because <laughs> I have a PS5. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I shame you preemptively. <laughs> And there's a flex. Uh, oh damn! Thank you, thank you. Oh damn! You both gave me the five. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, thought, I will. T- I will take two because one's for the PS5 and one's for me. Wait, as well. it, uh, it took two. It took two. Oh, 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 oh. On Thursday, we are doing another live recording of the Shipwreck Show, exclusive to our patrons. Uh, if you guys want a access to that, make sure you go and check out DJ. The flexes are left to our moderators. So you guys can't just ra- add random fucking flexes and then you can't be you can't be messing up our count on here. All right, all right. I love you, DJ. I love you. Uh, if you want access ah, to that, shit. go check out our <laughs> Patreon. That is patreon.com slash good crack and show. Guys, hit with that link in chat for me. Um, and then Friday, we got another episode of Splash Damage. This week, we are playing prop night uh this game has been getting a lot of lot a lot of love from the gaming community um unlike the unfortunate train wreck that happened last friday with trash sailors um we will actually be playing i just want to say preemptively xander and i tried to be like guys we shouldn't do this (laughs) oh fuck off no nobody knew and nobody none of us knew anything about this goddamn game before we went into it like then we got i was willing to try hey i was willing to try it too i I was (laughs) griff's just charge your shit this time (laughs) yeah Yeah. dog holy shit i got my i got my ps5 controller charging right now as we speak so it's, it's, it's good. good we're good we're good we're, we're uh, I'm making a difference thank you thank you guys i appreciate y'all chat and then saturday we got another good Kraken podcast where we will be reviewing scream it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun i'm excited for that guys at home please let us know what you think was the greatest video game of all time let us know in the comments below let us know in chat let us know on twitter just hit us up you like hearing from all of y'all let us know on our discord join our fucking discord you know what i'm saying you want our discord in your life yeah you yeah, yeah yeah speaking of which this yeah oh thank oh both y'all damn you both on top of it baby let's go let's go let's go you got you guys can be on top of it. and we will be on top of you because this has been the good kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy <laughs> video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear 
live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv slash show. If you enjoy the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash show where you can submit questions and topics to the show. You get exclusive post-show content and you have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Give it to me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Devin's on like a tiger. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken and leaving a review there. Uh, we are running review, a wee review, bit behind, review. so we're not going to do a post show tonight. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.